Good morning and good coffee, everybody. Hey, it's time for some morning coffee with Larry, and I'm glad that you are here to join with me today as we ease into a Thursday. Ah, that tastes good today. Got to clear that throat. Let me try it again. Ah, yes, since no one is up in the house, those were the first words I spoke today. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Well, I hope you are easing into a good morning and a good day. Um, Try and think, what is the date today? I think it's the 25th. I think yesterday was the 24th. Uh, But yeah, the 25th of February. We're coming up to the end. We got March right around the corner. And then we will have to see, will March come in like a lion or in like a lamb? I've said this before on the podcast. I remember back, oh, let me think now. It was at Southside School. And it was either in Mrs. Holsher's class or whoever was the opposite classroom teacher of Mrs. Woods. Uh, you know, you'd be in one classroom, there's only two, two fifth grades in, or two third grades in each school then, and you would go over to the other room part of the time. But somewhere we did a coloring exercise with, uh, with March, you know, was it going to be a lamb or was it going to be a lion coming in? And I always think about that when it comes to the 1st of March. But we're not quite there yet. We're still enjoying February. Oh, the weather was pretty nice uh, uh, yesterday. And today it looks like it's going to be colder. So it's going to be closer to the uh, freezing temperatures, I believe, if I read that right this morning. But uh, let's see, last night, uh, my wife and I, we went to one of the local pubs to do something that we had not done in a while, and that was listen to live entertainment. We enjoy live entertainment. I don't know if where you live there is very much. We have a few wineries in the area that during the summer months they will have festivals and have live entertainment and, and I just love it. I love when you have local live entertainment. Yes, it's great to go to a concert and see the professionals. And we have uh, down in Effingham, the Effingham Performance Center, a 1,500-seat auditorium. And we will get, you know, the different big-name bands that, um, that play the smaller venues. So we've seen Sticks, We've seen Survivor. We've seen... Goodness, who else have we seen there? I'm blanking out. Um, uh, I know that other bands have also played there that we haven't seen. But uh, I like going to, you know, whether it's like at a wine festival or if it's at a a pub, to sit back and enjoy some music. Uh, uh, When I was in college at Eastern, I really enjoyed going to uh, the, uh, what was it? It was called the Cellar. Uh, it was, there was the Uptowner and Cellar, and the downstairs was the Cellar part. <clears throat> it was a small area, but they would have uh, local jazz combos. Not like a big band, but just a small jazz combo because there just wasn't a lot of room. 
and uh, some of my fraternity brothers or other friends um, in the music department would go there, and I think it was Thursday night was, or Tuesday night was jazz night, and that was just a lot of fun. That's when I got really introduced to uh, what uh, that style of jazz was, where they, you know, it wasn't like you had the whole, <clears throat> excuse me, the whole um, song laid out. Uh, they would play from fake books. Now, if a lot of people have no idea what a fake book is, but if you just imagine a book that has a few hundred songs in it, one song per page, and basically all it has is the melody line and the chord progressions, and that's it. And so what they would do is they would pick a song, you know, in essence, out of a fake book, and they would play it as they went. That's what I love about that style of jazz is just the improv of it. it uh, if they play it short, they play it short. If they play it long, they play it long. And what they do is they just uh, bounce the melody or bounce the uh, opportunity to solo, so to speak, with uh, taking the lead. I mean, the band's still playing. It's not a true solo. But just bounce it from instrument to instrument to instrument. And that person can play as long as they want. And there was one fella. I, gosh, I wish I could remember his name. Um, I've got a picture of him from whenever I went one night. And uh, there was just, I think it was just four in his combo. He was the keyboardist. He played a, had a piano. <clears throat> there was a saxophone. There was a bass guitar. And there was uh, a drummer. And they had this one piece of music. And they just bounced it back and forth for easily 20, 25 minutes. And the, it, was, it was just, it was amazing. I, you know, I, I, it really, it... Um, it had an impact on my thinking about music, I guess you could say so, because it stuck with me all these years. I mean, this is going back to probably 1984, and I'm still remembering this one, <laughs> this one gig, just one night in the basement of a bar. Uh, so I enjoy hearing local people. Uh, we were at the uh, the the winery closest to us it's one two three four it's just under five miles from our house in the country and there was a couple of local girls that were playing and they just had acoustic guitars and they were they had their own folky style of music and they were taking requests and it didn't matter what genre music the song was if they knew it, they played it in their folk style. If they didn't know it, they would find it on um, uh, apparently a website service they subscribed to because they had they each had a tablet on a uh, uh, little stand, kind of like a music stand, but they had their tablet uh, mounted to it. And they would pull that up and they would see the chord progressions. They saw the melody line. And they would play the song in their folk style. I love it when people can do that. Uh, if I, if I uh, had the opportunity to uh, go really dive 
into music again and really uh, make that my focus. That's, that's what I would love to do, is more of the improv playing of music. So anyway, it brings us back to last night. Uh, we went there. Uh, there was a person I was expecting to uh, see, and, and they, uh, they had to cancel out. But I was surprised to see um, uh, Jason Felitz and his son Andy playing in a, uh, uh, a small band as we came in. And uh, I, it, it, it tickled me because when I, you know, they, they were playing, it was, uh, I didn't recognize any of their music. It was, it was more of a harder rock style. And they were, uh, it was open mic night, that's all it was. And people could sign up for time periods and, and get up there and play a little bit and get some experience playing in front of crowds or trying out new music or new styles. Uh, and so that was at the um, Epping Brew Company last night. And what tickled me was when I was first out of college, I took over the position as youth director at my church. Uh, we had uh, both the the uh, senior pastor and the assistant pastor or associate pastor, whichever his title was, they both left uh, in the first half of 1987. And so I was coming back from college. I had been very active in youth and I've enjoyed, I always enjoyed, you know, youth programs and activities. So I became the youth director. And one of my kids that was in the youth group was Jason Felix when he became a freshman in high school, and his dad Terry uh, and um, mom they were they were involved as chaperones for different uh, Becky that was her name gosh I was going blank but they were uh, chaperones for a lot of the activities and helping out with planning, and Terry played guitar, and Jason was you know following in dad's footsteps. Well here. You know, we go in there, and here we, I see Jason up there and his son, who is my son, Aaron's age. And they were, and those two were playing. And it was just fun seeing music go from grandfather to son to grandson uh, up there. And uh, I, I love it when I see music follow through generation after generation. It's, to me, it's planting a seed and seeing how it grows. Um, I always enjoyed music, but I was never really, uh, to me, an adequate performer. <clears throat> if it didn't come easy, you know, I, I had a hard time with it. I did, I did continue through band. I was a tuba player, and I continued all the way through uh, my undergrad college career playing tuba with the marching band. But, you know, you borrow a tuba from the school. You, most people don't buy a tuba. They're kind of expensive. <clears throat> and they take up a lot of space to store. But, uh, uh, you know, I've, I've dabbled with instruments. Uh, but I am definitely uh, someone who appreciates it. And they had, what was it, one, two, three, four? Four different ones were performing uh, last night, and it was enjoyable. It was fun. I want to do that again. Um, support local music, support local musicians, and enjoy the magic that they create. You know, it's it's one thing to hear a song on the radio or listen to it on, you know, online 
or have a CD or a vinyl or, you know, an old cassette tape. Uh, those are all, those are great and those are fun. You, you get to hear the best of a song because it was recorded in a studio. But listen to somebody who does it well, on the fly, live. That's the fun part. You know, you, 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 you experience what is flowing out of them. And especially if it's not just something where, okay, here's the notes, you learn to play the notes, but someone who it's touching their soul. That's neat. That is neat. It takes me back, and I'll kind of wrap up with this. <clears throat> My, I was in Phi Mu Alpha Symphonia, which was a professional music fraternity in college, and we had five purposes to the fraternity uh, that we had to memorize and learn. And then we would pick, each of us, whenever we pledged, we picked the one that was like our favorite, the one that meant the most to us. And for me, it was the fifth purpose, to instill in all people an awareness of music's important role in the enrichment of the human spirit. Let me say that again. Ponder it. To instill in all people an awareness of music's important role in the, to the enrichment of the human spirit. Music is is an international language that is a part of every people, of every culture. The music may not sound the same. It may not even have the same exact tones. But music is something that was created into humanity. I've been listening to some... Um, commentary videos on Lord of the Rings and the writings of Tolkien. And in his mythology that he had of Middle-earth and the creation of it, the god of Middle-earth created like a small group of angel-type beings. And that he gave them a musical tune I think he actually gave them three different tunes because the bad angel kept corrupting it. But as they sang the music that he gave them, the earth was created. It's kind of interesting how he incorporated in his uh, mythology, you know, with The Hobbit and, and Lord of the Rings and all the other writings that most people have no idea about, the creation uh, his creation story involved the singing of a song. And uh, I think that's, that's just kind of a little interesting quirk that I've kind of discovered here on the side. But anyway, go find this weekend if there's any local music being played. Get out there. Enjoy it. You've been locked up long enough. <laughs> Get out there and enjoy something that will enrich your spirit. All right, that's it for today. I hope you guys have a fantastic one, and we'll catch you next time. Have a good one. Bye-bye.